All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. Through with Clips and Drew. It is indeed. We are on episode 19, Drew. How do you say 19 in Spanish? Dieze nueve. Yeah, they got to work on that. This should be a quicker way. Who is your pick? For, what, what episode is this? Number Drew? 19. It better be who I think it is, Drew. So we had a we had a just a brief discussion about this. Uh, I didn't tell him who my 19 is no, though. But no, if you I, get this fucking wrong, Drew. So 19 has uh, a few relatively well-known people around it most recently leandro barbo war 19 come on dude before that no uh, don't know who no. is your pick don't give me everybody that wore 19 all right fine My what pick, episode is this this is episode 19 mm-hmm. the willis reed episode I, okay i'll let you go with that i'll let you have the willis reed who's number 19 in your eyes the man that changed oh the clipper organization and took us to a playoff team I actually don't even know. Mr. Sam, I am Cassell. He wore number 19 for Yes, the he did as a Clipper. So here's why that one probably didn't register for me, is that I tend to only go with players that have worn the number for their entirety of their career, or almost almost entire career. And I think Sam wore a lot of different numbers over the years. I feel like 19 wasn't his staple. I'm pretty sure he wore 20 or some version of that when he was on Houston and all the other teams that he was on. Well... I would prefer it to be the Sam Cassell episode, but this is your part. This is you, so it's a Willis Reed episode, number I, nineteen. We can have it can be a, we can do a it, duel. We can have a joint episode, <laughs> a co. Yeah. Either uh, way, but yeah, Willis Reed. The other the other honorable mention uh, mm-hmm. for Laker fans is Vern Mickelson. <laughs> People, Can't forget Vern. Don't forget Mick. <laughs> Vern is in the Hall of Fame. It wasn't Nelly nineteen. Don Nelson. Don Nelson. Yeah. Was Don 19. Nelson wore nineteen. I would have been okay with that too, Drew. Yeah, I just think also like if please Google like a young Don Nelson. It's like one of the funniest things he to see. So funny. His his face is just so strange. It's like the same face, but the head. I don't know. He I don't always know looks like 
he has indigestion. Yeah. It looks like he is always uncomfortable. Yeah. And what's what's crazy is Don Nelson's one of the best coaches ever to live. Everybody that plays for Don Nelson. The winningest coach of all time. Don Nelson? Don Nelson. Winningest coach in NBA history. Damn. And then uh, also that kind of nice segue for Popovich. Uh, just broke the top five. Greg Popovich, fifth best winning, fifth most wins in NBA that's, history. That's amazing. That's a big one. Especially playing with that great-ass team for 20 years. Yeah, what a tough job he's yeah, had. Yeah, tough job. Jeez Louise. <laughs> hey, so follow through, Drew. So we got to follow through on some things. Okay. The Ball brothers have touched down in yeah. Lithuania. Yeah, they uh, they, they touched down this morning. They landed in Lithuania. Do you know what city by, by chance? I don't actually know. The I answers. don't. I don't know the. I just don't know. I don't know any of the cities in Lithuania. I feel like I should know. We should know a few. Um, what I do know is we're going to go from Sarunas Marshalonis, Arvidas Sabonis, oh. Zdrunas Elgauskis, and now. Leangelo and Lamelo Balgauskis. Balgauskis are, are now in Lithuania. Balgauskis. <laughs> oh man! So their first game, Drew, is going to be January 9th. They touched down today. They did a little shoot around for the media. Their first game is in Jan- like that's in five days. It's five days, bro. They're going to get a couple couple practices in. I still just don't like homeboy should be in school. Well, Lamelo should be in school. Both of them probably should still be in school, but uh, I what I heard. Posit, like on a positive note for the boys is that the the head coach of the Lithuanian team came out I don't know maybe a day or so ago and said that he intends to have them play a lot. He did. Yeah, you get a lot of and, time. And I think that's that's like the best case scenario for them is that they had a coach that was willing. Maybe that's why they ended up in Lithuania and not in Spain or Turkey is because they probably demanded yeah you know, a Playing lot of, a lot of stuff right. And uh, one of the only clubs that was able to acquiesce was. Wait, whoa, 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 Drew. What was that? Acquiesce. <sighs> Drew's word of the week. Yeah, that one came on. That one came early. It's only we're only four minutes four in. Four minutes in, and you're throwing out these fucking words, Drew. Yeah. Acquiesce. Yes. I think I dated a black girl named that. I think that was her <laughs> name. I think that was her, that I dated her in high school. Yeah, man. Shout out to Acquiesce Martin, my girl. <laughs> uh, What's funny is we're not even drinking this episode. It's coffee. Yeah, we're doing coffee. Yeah, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's 2018. We're no longer going to be having pre, pre-drinks. pre I'm still tired from uh, from New Year's. Hey. I, it still hasn't hit me. The wave the wave of hangover, it's like it's it's reoccurring every Drew morning. Drew turned up, up. In, in the bay. Yeah. Drew bay went area. to the bay, yeah. ate a lot of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drank a lot. Drank, um, drank entirely too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, You yeah. seem to say that on every episode, Drew. No. Anytime we bring up drinking, apparently, I, that's the that's my limit. Is when I get to entirely too much is when I stop. Oh my god! Okay, so the Ball Brothers are playing. That's January big, 9th. Big news. It is big news. Do we and know if they're going to be like televised or anything? Like that? I th- I think. Did you see how much media was there today? Dude, ESPN sure. flew a guy to Lithuania, yep. and it is an uh, American guy that yep. I would, that I recognize. Yeah, like he he's there, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be posted up in Lithuania the whole time. God, I mean, imagine just... getting that letter across your desk. Well, Lithuania, check this out. Lithuania oh. has the fastest Wi-Fi in the world. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah, who would have thought that? Who would have thunk it? Who even who even decided to put them on the list of places to test the Wi-Fi? It's the best. It's the best internet connection in the world out there. Wow! So, a bunch of server farms in Lithuania. Well, I mean, what else would there be? I don't know. Where okay, do we know geographically where it is? Uh, it's next to Europe. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's right there next right to in Europe, there, Right in that in, European in area. Europe. Right in that area. That's what I thought, too. I, I, had, I had my suspicions. Let's make a prediction, though. Like, honestly, what, is, what do you think? The, if they're going to get the time that they say they're going to get. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, do you think that these guys are going are gonna to flourish? Do you think that, you know... Well, I, I need to see... What what would be helpful? Like, is their league just starting? Like, is it, it, it is it in the middle of the league? Did they have like a winter break? Like, I don't even know who's on their team. I need what I need to know is like, was this team good last season? Is yeah. this team currently good now? Yeah. Do they have one seven foot seven guy? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like the Lithuanian pro leagues have like one or two of those guys. Run, and if you're the around. starting point guard, like, wouldn't you the, be fucking pissed if the sixteen year olds coming in and the starting two or, th- yeah. or three guard as well? Like these kids are just gonna come in here and take my fucking job? Nah, yeah. dude. Yeah, you gotta wonder also like how many how many people are smoking in the stands during these games? I, uh, cigarettes are still still pretty prevalent they in are, Eastern I, Europe. I, story time. Story time. Oh, I remember back in the day since you, you brought that up. I remember the two. I remember uh-huh. the two people. Yeah. That were smoking in the locker room during halftime was Vlade Divac. I remember him smoking cigarettes. Cigarettes. Yep. Yes, not weed. I mean, that yeah, not Vlade. Yeah, no. no, no. That's that's Rashid and Rude. Yeah, that was that was Rashid and Keith Claus. Shout out to my boy Keith Claus. <laughs> um, on blast. Vlade Divac and Rudy Tomjanovich would would be puffing Tom it during his halftime speeches. Yes, that's second generation European right there. You know, too. he's American. He's American, but he had to get get those the Tom Jonovich in. in his name. Really, it, it leans you towards the uh, towards the package. Sometimes you need those habit. grits, dude. Hey, Amen. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I don't know. We we hear that the coach is really happy and like Lithuania is really excited to see these guys play. But it's the biggest thing that happened to them, I would imagine, like outside of like for for pop culture, right? Yeah, definitely. You but, know, but they're, so they're all responsive. But I'm thinking about the teammates. Like, right. the language barrier is going to be number one. Like, and the coach said today, all oh, I don't speak great English, but I speak the game of basketball, and that's oh. how we're going to be able to communicate. Beautiful. But it's a beautiful I don't, That's not how we do it in in the United States. I mean, right. The language of basketball. I mean, I don't know. If I'm if I'm on that team and I'm losing my starting job to a 16 year old, I'm going to be pissed, and there's going to be some resentment. Well, here's the uh, the interesting thing about that too is because. Uh, I don't know if you remember, or maybe I'm making I this remember. up. I don't know if you remember, or maybe I'm making this up, but it seems to me like the last Olympics, Lithuania had a pretty solid team. Almost beat us, in fact. I feel like that was maybe that was Greece. No, Lithuania produces they, great athletes. So my point is, is that at least a few of those guys are probably playing at home in that league. Definitely. So they're not going to be like the worst league ever if they're producing talent like that to, to make up a team that would compete with some of the best there teams There are in the different world. divisions though of these of these leagues. Right. There is right. there's so, like, an yeah, A, B and a C league. Yeah, like the like in soccer they have the Premier yes. League and like the bottom tiers. And I'm league. not too sure which one they're which one they're in See, that's they're, what I'm saying. We need more fucking information. We do. We do. You know, and maybe we, we just haven't been given it. It's you strange know? that the, that more information hasn't been released about this. About the teammates. Team. Like, where's the interview from the teammates? Like, where, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I think it's all up in the air. We're going to have to see on January 9th. But just pure conjecture. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to, because the coach is allowing them pretty much just, you know, go ahead and play. Uh, I think they're probably going to do just fine. Uh, I think uh, LiAngelo is pretty... F- well built mm-hmm. so physicality stuff I think he'll handle well I think LaMelo will struggle with that I think so too uh, but I do think that LaMelo will is at, a, is at a size level and a confidence level for him to just keep backing up and just launching just throwing them launching up there. threes and he'll hit 
you know, the same amount that he hits just in the course. And of there the are different rules though, too, right? Like they have they have the you have offensive offensive goaltending is allowed. You so can you pull can, that shit right off the rim, right? Right off the rim, right? Um, and then the three point line is is a little closer mm. than the NBA three point line. The keys are different. The timeout situations are different. Mm-hmm. Like the refereeing is different too. That's something that they're probably not going to take a little while to get used to, is because those refs call shit a lot differently over in Europe uh, than they do in the states, regardless of level. I'm calling complete failure first game. I think you I think, think so? they're both. Yeah, I think they're both. I mean, I first, would I would say that the first game that I think Leangelo will go for twenty for real, and I think Lamelo will probably have like twelve or something like hmm. that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's my guess. Interesting. I don't think it's going to be as easy to get to the line as, as it is out here. Right. I think it's going to be a little more physical for them, but we're gonna we're just gonna have to see. And I'm I'm actually looking forward. I'm to intri- it. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued as well. I would watch it, it, but I don't know the time difference. But if it was on while I was awake and I didn't have to do much effort, I would <laughs> I would watch it. You know what was on last night? What was that? We had a big game last night, Drew. Who's we? We the the, the fans. We oh, you're talking about the, oh, the, oh yes, yeah, Cleveland against Boston. <clears throat> That was the return. The return of IT. And who did not play. Yes. Unfortunately, he's not set to be. First of all, let's talk about IT coming back. Which was the game before game that. Game before, and he just busted ass. He did 17 great job. points in 19 minutes, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, looked like the whole team was really excited. Yeah. The NBA was really excited for him. Yeah, and he, and they won that game, and, and he, he showed out well. He, he played uh, with a lot of confidence for a guy who hasn't. You know, hadn't been on the court for a while. You would expect him to be a little rusty, but he looked like he looked like yes. he just stepped right. He looked great. Yeah, made some nice passes. Um, he actually he took some hits, which I think was mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. You know, because that doesn't always happen in every NBA game. You don't always hit the ground, and he I think he hit the ground like twice um, and bounced right back up and was able to play. Uh, I do what going back to the like the Cavs game uh, or the the Celtics game rather. Last I, night, last night's game. Yeah, because yeah. it was a back to back, and mm-hmm. I thought it was very pragmatic and very smart for the for the Cavs. Pragmatic for the Cavs to hold him out of this Boston game because there would have been so much emotion, and I think that due to the fact that he hadn't played that much, Ky- Kyrie would have toasted him. Probably. Kyrie would have mopped the floor with him, and that's not what you want for it's confidence moving forward, and that's you know. It, did you see the big deal they made it about was too like, emotional? Did you see the big deal they made about like not playing him a tribute? Video? Yeah, man. I don't. Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. Like, also, he was there for like what three years? Like, yeah. Do you need a tribute video every like every time you get traded? That doesn't make any sense. No, I mean he did a lot for them last year, and emo- he was. I mean, it was a very emotional ride last year. You should do something. I mean, the whole crowd went crazy when he came on the court, like yeah. from the locker room. But I mean, come on, dude. You don't need to. You don't need tribute. You, you ain't Kobe, bro. This is my point. Like Kobe's. I think Kobe's retirement, the jersey retirement, happened too soon after he retired. I think a tribute video to Isaiah Thomas the very first time he comes back there is a little too quick. Right. You there's oh, there's plenty of time in Isaiah Thomas's career or even life where you have times to play a tribute video to him right. for the one season of spectacular work that he did. It's not like he was there for ten years. No. And then left. He had one great year. Like there. Kevin Durant. Wanted a tribute video. I think he got one. I think Durant got one when he went back to OKC. But he was there for fucking like right. nine years. Right. Like you know, that's that's the stuff that we're talking about. Like right. when Dwayne Wade went back to Miami. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is where it makes sense. Not when you you really only had one amazing season. Right. And the game was a little underwhelming. And and I'll, I'll tell you this, dude. Boston looks so good. Yeah, like man. They are clicking on all cylinders. Their whole team too. Like Everything. Looks team good. effort. 
that's what I, that's what I'm uh, really like happy about for them is that they're top to bottom. Everyone seems to be running really well. And Kyrie's running the show. Yeah. And and you look at Cleveland, who you know I obviously love Cleveland, but. They looked so disengaged, Drew. Yeah. Minus LeBron. I'm talking everyone. You can tell by the faces, J.R. Smith's face. Yeah. I looked at they went they panned to Derrick Rose and Iman Shumpert on the bench, mm-hmm. and Derrick Rose looked to me like he did not want to fucking be there. Totally. He looked like he does not want to be playing basketball. Yeah. He looks like he doesn't want to come back and play basketball. Right. And they to me they showed me absolutely no heart last night. None. Well, here's the here's the issue that I have with this. This big of a matchup being on a on a back end of a back to back is that if the NBA was smart, they would have scheduled this game a little differently. You know, yeah. allow for some time, allow or it doesn't have to be the fucking a week off, but give them like a, at least a day so that there isn't the excuse of oh we're just on the back end of of a back to back. You know, people aren't exactly 100% healthy, like blah, blah, blah. That allowed the Cavs to kind of suck all the energy out of this matchup that we thought was going to be exhilarating. And it turned out to be so flat. So flat. And like, I think the worst part about it was the fact that Kyrie only went for like 11 points. Mm-hmm. Like he had a really good game. Like mm-hmm. I think he had like nine assists and like seven boards or something like that. But like the fact that he didn't go off for 30 points and LeBron only had like 19 or 20 points. Like it was just like, meh. It, it, it was boring. You wanted more out of that game uh, as we, a fan <clears throat> we did and hopefully we see them in the playoffs i mean I that's think, what i'm hoping for yeah a healthy it versus versus Kyrie, and and who knows gordon hayward might be back there's there's probably at least one more matchup between them. definitely they, they play four times i think they play times? two more times okay all right all right um the other thing though about cleveland drew uh-huh. is you look at this squad right like Top to bottom, if you got a healthy Derrick Rose and a healthy Iman Shumpert, Dude. they have the, the a fucking squad. Their yeah. bench is deep. Yeah, their starters are. They got the best player in the world. Right, but it looks like just they. It just looks like LeBron's the only one out. If, when your starting point guard is Calderon, you know, yeah, right? That was bad. It's a bad. But when you don't have Derrick, like he's the third string. That's what I'm saying. You know, and so. And unfortunately, and people were dogging on Calderon, but you look at Calderon six, seven, eight years ago. Calderon was actually, he's he's a good point guard. He was legit. He's been very good for a while. I mean, that's the only reason he's still in the league, right? Right. I mean, like at his age, uh, there's several dudes that should be taking his spot, but he's still holding down his spot, man. I mean, he's good enough to to be out there. He's not Derrick Rose and he's certainly not Isaiah Thomas. So he'll, he'll be, uh, in a suit. Would you want very it? shortly? Would you? I think so too. <laughs> but do you like uh, again going back to Derrick Rose? Because I, even on Facebook, a lot of people said the same thing. It was funny because I was thinking it, watching it, and then a few of my basketball guys on Facebook said the same thing. Like Derrick Rose just looks like he doesn't even want. Like, would you rather have you know a healthy Derrick Rose who's mentally not there and like yeah. looks like he doesn't want to win, or would you rather just have somebody like you know Calderon playing the point guard position? I I think for sure with him. It's different for him to be in street in street clothes and expected to care as much. Mm-hmm. Now, if he was in a jersey ready to play and still had that same body language, that same facial expression, that would be very worrisome. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's literally like in jeans and he's a, the last dude on the bench. In a vet, but like my point is, he's been in that seat for so many years and so long. He's got to wear on. Like, what is he supposed to do? Like, be up and down with the team every time something good or bad happens, right. especially in a losing effort. Like, dude. Um, I I do think I still want a depleted Derrick Rose before I want Agreed. <laughs> Calderon. Agreed. Agreed. You know what? You're right. So th- th- uh, we'll get off Cleveland here in a minute. I mean, I want to talk about LeBron a, a little later because I have something I want to say about him. But um, if they have – if everybody is healthy on that team, they are a team to, to be reckoned with. And I think they can match up really well yeah. with Boston and with Golden State. Yeah. 
So that that is that. We'll see in the playoffs. And mind you, we're not even halfway through the season. Yet. Right. We're looking forward to the next matchup, and hopefully everyone will be ready to go. You know who's definitely ready to go? Who's that? The Lakers, because they're about to be gone out of the league because they're 0-10 in the last 10 games. Is it 10 know. or 8? Eight in a row. <laughs> we'll talk about that next segment. We can just skip that. the follow through with clips and drew mm-hmm. it's our first podcast of the year the new year the new year and we're, we're bringing that heat 2018 <laughs> that's crazy to say right 2018 it's a weird year it's a weird year and it's been a weird year for our teams drew yeah um yeah positive note the god himself blake griffin is back Man, we dude, got like, our swag back. It was unbelievable. We talked so in the previous podcast, we literally were you were like, he just got signed with the Agua Caliente, whatever, mm-hmm. Clippers. And then like I don't like literally five minutes after you said that, he was immediately put back onto the Clippers regular team and like played the next game. Yep. And so, and balling. And we just get that dude, I don't know, I don't like the carpet bagging that's going on over here. What? This uh what? Dude, that was it was fake news. Fake news about Blake's injury. Well, he was he just, up for three fucking weeks. Well, he's just he's he's not human, Drew. He he. The takes, diagnosis was two two months. They did make it a little drastic. <laughs> they made it sound like we were going to lose him forever. Um, Blake's back. We get. I mean, he brings such an element, dude. Like it changes the whole. He's the game. man. He is the man. Um, he's head and shoulders your best player. Without it, a doubt. God, if we... I'm telling you. We're, we're fighting for that eighth spot. I think we're going to hit the playoffs, bro. We get... Gathered. I do, too. I, I, th- I if, think... If literally... If Blake and Milos mm-hmm. stay healthy, mm-hmm. which, again, is kind of iffy, you should be on track to at least fight for that eighth seed, maybe the seventh. I mean, we got to get Gallo back, though. This is If we had a healthy Patrick Beverly, which is gone for the year, Gallo, who cannot stay healthy, but we, right. we, could, we could be contending right now. You know what I mean? The West ain't that hot. Minus, I mean, I could see you guys in like the four or five spot. We could get there if you if everyone was healthy in the season worked right. out like like you were hoping. No, we're shooting. We're shooting. I'm shooting for that eight spot. And Give me that seven spot. eight. Yeah, I'd rather a, not see yeah. Golden State in the first round. And again, we're we're speaking way too early because we haven't stayed healthy yeah, all could year. Be, could also be Houston in the first round. Oh, and we'll we'll get to Houston in a minute. But if I'm not mistaken, the Clippers have won the last. I think it's uh, six of seven. Nice. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, six of seven. We're, we're on a, we the rookies are playing well. We got this new kid, C.J. Williams, who it's a great story. Twenty seven year old rookie reminds me a lot of Lamont Murray. Look in your Google Lamont Murray, um, former Clipper number seven, my guy. Uh, C.J. Williams was playing all over the world. He was with our D League team. He actually, when we brought him up, when everybody got hurt, yeah. he had played in a D League game in the morning. Flew up, played with us at night, same day, mm-hmm, and Ball then flew in. back after the game to played. play. Again the in next, the G League the next day yeah so we got him on the ten day and the guy's been playing really well and he, that's that's yeah, that's pretty gritty right there it's, it, and he looks good like he's playing really well and then we're seeing you know the, the emergence of our, our rookies like you know Jawan uh, uh, Evans Jawan Evans is playing really well well we you're, Lou Williams has been carrying Lou Williams is carrying our team that he's been he has he's been averaging thirty points a game for like the last seven or eight games NBA Player of the Week this week fucking unbelievable he is he is when we lost Jamal I was I was scared yeah. you know I, I obviously I'm a big fan of Jamal of course but Lou Williams re- reminds me just like Jamal but he's a better scorer and he he gets to the line he can- like. It's insane how many free throws he's averaging a game, and he's coming off the bench. Like, dude, I don't. He's he's a 
probably the most electric scorer. And he's been off on so many teams. He's yeah, been on a bunch around. of teams. It just sometimes sometimes it works and sometimes it does. Not to, and we didn't even bring up like if we had a healthy Austin Rivers. Austin isn't even playing right now, and he was coming off these huge What's games. What's wrong with him? Uh, ankle, quad, one of one of those things. He yeah. hasn't played the past like four games. So, but it's not serious, though. No, he's going to be fine. And um, you know, again, it, it, even if you know if if Golden State wasn't healthy, they wouldn't be in the position that they're in right now. It's all about the health of your fucking team. Yeah, that's the scariest part, I think, to the entire league is that at least for like almost, I want to say. 80% of the Warriors season, one of their starting five has been injured. And they're still the best it, team. They have the best record in the league. Well, that's what happens when you have four of the best players in the NBA. Totally. That's why you do that, though. I That's why you do that. And it's insane. Like, Steph Curry just got back, mm-hmm. and they lost, like, one game while he was gone. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be just fine. That's terrible um, for the rest of the league. But um, the Clippers did, did beat the Lakers. Yeah, we waxed that ass, bro. But... Like I said, like I said, we were gonna do. The Lakers are uh, are, are struggling. Yeah. Eight. Oh well, we could talk about that too because I've been. I really wanted speaking about injuries. Yeah. And uh, I think you've you've lost forty seven games in a row, Drew. How long is, no, what is it? No, I think that that record belongs to the Clippers. Um, <laughs> Sixteen. We have lost. We have lost the last eight in a row. Eight in a row. I think you've however, lost. However. Oh, how there's a those there's a silver lining. There is. I think the people that panic, especially with this kind of a team, mm-hmm. when you lose eight in a row, need to just kind of just pump the brakes. Right. Like this is not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Especially people that were like, should Luke Walton still have his job? Like, yeah, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, you, we lost Brooke Lopez to a sprained ankle, Ingram to like a quad thigh injury, and then Lonzo Ball to a shoulder. All within like one week of each other. Yeah. And then we went on this run of losses. And that, like like you said, like the, what happened with your team mm-hmm. essentially. Same you lose thing three happened. of your starting five. You're not going to, you shouldn't be expected to win many games. No, you happens. lose three, your three best players. That's what I'm saying. I mean, minus Randall. Randall's probably been your best player this year. Maybe. That's, uh, that's arguable. Right. Kuzma's probably even our, our best player True. this year. Uh, like just per minute. Averages right. and everything like that, but yeah, dude, like, like, especially if you lose the best three players on an already not so good team, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, the, the struggles will commence. Um, so yeah, eight in a row, yeah, yeah. And you, you guys got your ass kicked last night, uh, OKC. Yep, uh, and we have OKC. We, tonight. And we had we had most of our team back actually. <laughs> <laughs> Brook Lopez came back. Ingram came Did back. Did you see the that the rookie kid Ferguson? Ferguson. I don't know who or where he came from. You I, know? So I actually so go ahead. No, well, I, want, he, I want you to educate the the. the he the went group. the route that we've been talking about a lot. That's what I found out. He, he went. He said, "Fuck college." Like I'm going to go right. He went. Smart where did kid. he go? He went to Lithuania, or no? He went to Australia. I didn't. I didn't remember what league. Yeah, he went, he went, he went right overseas. to Australia after he, he's 19 years old. He's probably a, a, someone that would have gone to the Lavar Lavar Ball uh, league. League. He would have been the JBA, yeah, the Junior <laughs> Basketball Association. That's such a dumb idea. He should be over that. I uh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, but you got. I mean, you got to you got to have the sponsors if you're going to be paying dudes. $10, right. It's not like he's going to open it next year. No, it's it's a good idea. That's a great idea. You put the right team behind you. You need yeah. Yes, it could happen. You need the NBA's blessing as yes. well. Like, you, if the NBA is fighting it, then you're going to have the a, reason a why tough the NBA time. would fight it, Drew. The only thing I see is because they're they're pushing the G League so hard, which is the that's farm league for the NBA. That's, that's what I'm saying. If they can, if they could put together the G League and the JB, whatever they want to fucking call whatever it, the it big is, baller, yeah. badass league, whatever sure. they want to call it. Well, that was my people go back and listen to like episode six or seven right. when we had this discussion, right? Uh, about having like how to allow players to jump 
from high school straight to professional ball, we came up with a solution. Right. It's, uh, so can we stamp that? Like, is Lonzo we, listening to us? Who or do we is email? It, <laughs> who, is it NBA, info at NBA.com? Is that who we do it? Like, is, is Papa Ball listening to us? Can we tweet Adam Silver? Um, and also, like, Bill Simmons, like, stole the idea from us, too. Like, he said it, too? About a month ago, he said the same idea. They're listening, Drew. I'm telling you. Uh, well, maybe maybe we're just, you know, the great minds think alike type it, of thing. It could be. But either way... Um, I think something like that is on the horizon, which right. which is a, a really really good thing. It's a great thing, and, and going back to the Ferguson kid who just showed out last night, twenty four points, couple he, dunks, couple couple. He traveled on that windmill <laughs> big time. He took three, he took three steps, he but did travel. that was a, that was a banger. It was nice. Um, it's worth the travel. And, and and I'm pretty sure that like going overseas and playing for a year when you're 19 so maybe this is going to work out for the ball kids like maybe this will work out right i don't think they're as athletic or you know they don't have they're not certainly they're certainly not this ferguson kid no none of them can do that but he might be coming out like he might be like the dennis smith jr like the donovan mitchell right now where they have one breakout game and then all of a sudden they figure it out like shit and he doesn't and, get the minutes that those guys get. no he got him last night because they were getting it was, that it was a ball yeah it was a blowout but yeah. they he they could use him over a couple of the people on roberson is roberson. out right now yeah he's, he's injured so that would be that would probably who is sense. garbage bro that's one of the worst shooters in the nba but i don't know that's like that's like the whole thing though he brings the defense he does bring the he was like tabo sevalosha for them yeah, at least tabo could hit a three he could hit a three and some free throws roberson i've seen literally Every OKC game I see, he, the, the motherfucker hits the side of the backboard or like air he, balls or in every ball. single game. It's pretty. That's that's insane. <laughs> it's horrific. Stop shooting the rock, yo! Stop I, I, shooting the He doesn't the want threes. to. You can see that he doesn't want to do it when oh, he's shit, out oh, there. Shit, oh shit! Yeah, oh shit! Oh like, shit! It's almost like he's like really like all right. I gotta do. I it. gotta shoot. I it. have to do it now. <laughs> Don't blame me. You guys shouldn't give me the ball when there's right. two, two seconds left in the shot clock. But you know, the, and. Uh, they're they're OKC is going to get it together. We always talk about this. And they're blah, doing blah, blah. just fine. They're right doing now. just fine. Yeah, yeah. They're, everybody's trying to make drama out of well, out of. Paul George visited the Staples Center. He did, and uh, I'm I'm getting quiet because I'm quiet. Kissed his mama. Kissed his mama at half court. Very excited about the prospects. Uh, did you notice that uh, his agent apparently this is this is this is conjecture. We mm-hmm. don't know if this is fact. Mm-hmm. Apparently, from what I've heard from my sources. <laughs> There was a guy wearing a Lakers number 13 jersey with the name George on the back at the game. And from what I've heard. (laughs) From your sources. He was Paul George's agent. No way. He wouldn't do that. I don't think so either. So I think that's just bullshit. That is bullshit. Nobody would. You don't do that, bro. But you know, it's also like it won't work because Wilt Chamberlain wore number 13. So he can't actually wear 13. Yeah. But either way. Um, Paul George, hey man, how I, did you? I hope the weather was nice. Lot, like, well, enjoy, he's from LA. I mean, did I'm, you enjoy the strip clubs or whatever that you went to? Like <laughs> at any of the clubs that you went to? Well, he's probably here all weekend. I mean, he's been here. For if a few he days. visits this city at any point in time, he should pay for nothing. Just just until we get him on the Lakers team as a recruitment for the city. So that is your number one guy. You want? I would. Of, I want Paul George. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Do. That's what I want. Is that going to be... Okay. And you know what? You're not the only one. I talk about this with the Gold Net crew, who's the big-time big Laker fans. We talked about this this weekend, and they think... Because LeBron's out of the question, guys. Like, like Let's be real. You're not going to get LeBron James. There's a chance that we get him, but I, I honestly would prefer less of a circus. When, when you get LeBron, especially in a whirlwind move that it would be for him to leave Cleveland right. again, again. I, and then the attention already on the Lakers due to the Lonzo Ball family, right. like... 
Or the, just yeah, the, he don't need that. Fucking Jesus Christ. It'd be a lot. How would we win any games? No. Like, <laughs> it's like, why? even if we won 55 games, it'd be like, nah, like, and then the Warriors are still good. Like, what? Right. I don't, no. Just give me Paul George. Okay, and you know what? That'd be a good fit for him. Let him just be here for like the next 10 years. Because what, what have we said, though? Like, the Lakers need a vet on that team. They need a veteran leader. And and not just a vet, but like a fucking veteran all-star. Like right. a superstar right. is what we need, and that's what we would I don't getting. think he's a superstar. He I'm used gonna... to be. He okay. was he was on the he was there he was there and then the leg happened right and he still has that's the thing his his trajectory is still going in the right direction it he, is he hasn't peaked yet he's not a superstar though he's we an all star he's he's a perennial all star Paul George is gonna be an all star this year maybe not this year mm-hmm. but I think I mean probably he's, he leads the league in steals mm-hmm. he's still averaging twenty points a game I we still don't know the all star format yet so I, it's we're so gonna con- to- it's <laughs> so, so confusing. confusing. Um, yeah, there's well, so many people that should be an all-star this year right. you know like to, to see like Bradley Beal not be an all-star this year would be like well so he should be good though right. because the Eastern Conference has no stars now. right like they have them but right. the ones that are legitimate stars will be granted all-star roles I the think. normal the normal guys right, yeah yeah and then I and then that leaves room for someone like Beal who hasn't made an all-star team I don't think so uh I do think that Paul George will get an all-star nod before Melo for definitely. sure definitely Definitely. Uh, but it's possible that he doesn't because Russell Westbrook is shining, right? Yeah, now. I don't think OKC gets two All-Stars this year. Just to let you out of, out of those three, I don't I don't see it. But we don't know the format. Right. And the people of Oklahoma, I don't know how how many live in the state, but they may just vote the shit out of Paul George and Melo. Yeah, but he ain't even done anything like All-Star worthy this year. Like, he ain't putting up he did. big... I mean, he's putting up numbers, but... Yeah. What is he doing? Like twenty a game? I think he's like twenty, twenty-one. Yeah, that, I mean, those are all-star numbers. They should be. Like, I think he's, I, and I think he's like close to ten rebounds a game. That's. I mean, it's nice. And Five. leading the league in steals, which is huge. That's, That's big. huge and for he's a big like a, man. Yeah, he's like a small forward, power forward. That's right, impressive. So you, you, you're shooting for Paul George. I mean, that's cool. That's it. That's that's. Uh, I mean, I think that's doable. It's obvious he wants to come home. Yeah, I, I, I just, I think mostly what I, what I was trying to say is that I would prefer not. For LeBron to come, because <laughs> that would be that would be just so much. Granted, like with him, you get you'll probably probably would get to the playoffs for sure, mm. and probably in, deep into those playoffs. I don't know if we would be good enough to to beat like the Rockets or the Warriors. I don't when see it, LeBron when it comes down to it going to a worser a worser team, exactly. which is not even a word. No, definitely not worser. Drew sure. has a large vocabulary. I make up my own here. Yeah, at the that's follows how through you, with clips and Drew. That's how you get more words. That's what. <laughs> That's how they... <laughs> but by putting two together. Someone made up words when it started. You know who is sucking right now, though? <laughs> in the Western Conference. Do you know? Other than the Lakers. We're the blow- worst team in the West. Well, who's blown? I mean, we were high on Houston Rockets. And, oh. now, and now the man goes down. Harden has been injured for a while. He is. And I want to talk about it in segment, th- segment three, Drew. Yeah, yeah. He's been- the follow through with clips and drew episode 19 yes first first podcast of 2018 That's we're about us. to hit that 20 episode mark drew that, I, yep. we need to do something special for 20 yeah i mean we got to do maybe we should do the podcast somewhere different we should get uh maybe we should get back in the studio we should go to starbucks and get some benties we can do that and then just fill them up with vodka <laughs> well, we said we're not drinking in 2018 before Who the said podcast. That? Well, I did. I no, said you, I am you said not. That. You said, you're well, not going to have a drop of alcohol? New year, new me. Hey. <laughs> that's how it works, man. New year, new me. Every year, you get a fresh 
clean slate. No, I don't need a fucking date on a calendar to tell me when I can start or stop anything. That's what I. Thought. I just think we need to focus on this podcast, bro, because we are we're crushing it right now. Yes, we are, and we need to be the best of the best. We want to compete with the best, Drew. We're the best around. Never let you down. Woo. And um, our album's dropping too. The Clips and Drew, Volume hey, One. Yeah, you can find us on SoundCloud. <laughs> um, hey, the Houston Rockets, Drew. Houston Rockets mm-hmm. in a big matchup this evening against the uh, the Warriors. G State, but they have been uh, they've been slipping. Yeah, why are they slipping? Well, they lost their best player, James Harden, mm-hmm. uh, who was our our last beast, the reigning beast of the reigning week. beast of the week. Anytime you lose a beast of the week. Travesty befalls your team. Why isn't Chris Paul running running this team though? Well, so what's happening? Um, that's a great question. But just to recap the stumbles because it's pretty tremendous. They lost back to back games to the LA team. To the right? LA team, right? Remember that? Uh, that was your last win, if I'm not Lakers mistaken. Lakers got him. Probably was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think it was actually. Uh, Lakers got him. Clippers got him. Thunder beat him. Mm-hmm. That was on Christmas Day. Harden was playing that day. Uh, he played on Christmas? Yes. Yeah, so there we go. So the, the the skid started even while he was in there. They lost a tight one to the Celtics. Right, remember that. Um, December 28th by one point. Blown out by the Wizards. I think that was the first game that Harden was out. Then double overtime. They beat the Lakers. It oh, took that was them, at 148. Took them double overtime to beat up on the Ingram-less and Lonzo-less Lakers. There. And Harden-less. That just goes to show everybody, Drew, how much he is their offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he is... He's the top three best players in the NBA. That's, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, anytime you lose that lose that kind of caliber player, it's gonna. Yeah, but then you got a superstar point guard. This is what we went through with with, with Chris too. Like, right now, but you think about it. Like, who Chris Paul is clearly the second best player on mm-hmm. that team. After that, it's probably like Ariza, like Eric Ryan Gordon, Anderson. Ryan Anderson is not as good as those boys. Ex- agreed. But you, when you lose Harden. Then, then you need more of a team effort for sure. You need you need the entire unit to step up. See, that's the difference that right. we were just saying uh-huh. about Golden State, about uh, OKC. They can they can afford to lose a player for a couple games right. and still maintain. Still have it when yeah. you lose your best player. Like we when we lose Blake, you know we lose fucking games. Right, exactly. So Harden is such a big part of it, and you know they were doing so well. Yeah. They were. They were playing great. And then, yes, yeah, so they hit this little skid. They're still second in the West, and they still have the second best record in the league. Who's last in the West? We, I've already told you that. Did I you? I don't need to we remind are, you. We already said that, the last of the West? I don't need to remind you. Oh, okay. Um, I don't, I don't Golden that. State is still the best team in the league at 30 wins, 8 losses. Houston, 27-9. and nine. That's so good. And then you have Boston and Toronto, actually. Toronto. Yeah. The most underrated player in the league. Right now? Right now. And I think... Actually, I know. Huh. He is the beast of the week. Yes, he is. Beast of the week. He's a fucking beast. 52 points. 52. The uh, most since Vince Carter. The most in franchise history. Vince had 50? I think Vince and and Ch- Terrence Ross both shared 51. Terrence Ross did score 50. 50 51. Damn. They shared that. And that is... A, that is 52 points for DeMar DeRozan. I mean, that is, that's pretty fucking incredible. He's and incredible, he's though, He's a Drew. great scorer. He's yeah. A, he's a great basketball player, and I think he's the most underrated because we don't get to see a lot of Toronto play. 
You know that's true. You can you yeah. can you can ask any NBA fan. Name six players on Toronto, and ninety five percent of the people won't know six players on Toronto. Right? Am I mistaken? Or no, 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 I don't think you. I don't think you are. I think maybe two years ago they might have, right. but they've they've made some moves for sure. You 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 know Lowry and you know DeRozan for sure. Those are the two people. Valanciunas. Yeah, but like those, those are the two everybody knows. Yeah, DeRozan and, and Lowry are the all stars mm-hmm. on the on the team. Uh, just going to that game, um, they won- Toronto beat Milwaukee in that game, and Demar uh, was seventeen of twenty nine. It's a great game. How many free throws from he the hit? field? Thirteen of thirteen. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why you get fifty two, bro. If you can that's hit efficient free throws, as fuck. Of course, dude. That's why Lou Williams is getting averaging what he's averaging. Like, yeah. If you can get to the line, and now, and let's talk about this too, Drew, because mm. I can't, I can't be soft on these guys either. But the, the what is going on with NBA refereeing? Like, are you watching these games, <laughs> homie? This is terrible. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, it seems like every game, bro. Th- something, something is wrong every game. Major fuck ups. Like they're they're either not. It seems like the training has changed since these new refs have entered the league, right? Right. Because there hasn't been this this much of a disparaging like from the old refs. Like you know when there's a good ref on the on the floor, and we we can see it. The game flows better. Mm-hmm. The players don't get as frustrated immediately. But almost every game, they're missing something of. A large magnitude, giant proportions, like the Manu Ginobili pass that went into the hoop. Yeah, how do you that? not see that? That's how, that? That is the basics of being a, an official. Is did the ball go in the hoop? Because if you can't tell me the ball went in the hoop, you need to not be a ref. Agreed. <laughs> and shout out to Michael Beasley for pretending like that motherfucker didn't go in the. Just he, like, hey, ball's <laughs> live. Ball's live. But how do you miss that? How do you? I mean, we talk about this every game, even even with which people are still talking about this foul, which is bullshit. Like that, the whole LeBron, the KD on on yeah. LeBron. Like there was two referees that game. There should all that's there was two referees. Did they try that on purpose or was no? One, like one of the one, ref, one of the refs got hurt. He got, he but down. there should always be an alternate. You can't have there, a game. I thought there was an alternate in the playoffs. There's an alternate. Oh, waving in the back just in case that shit happens. But again, like it gets magnified towards the end of the game because because it matters way more at the end of the game. Right. The refs, you. you you can miss plays like it happens, dude. Nobody's perfect, right? Right. But of when, course. And you. And what's funny about that two minute rule is you can't change the fucking call. Like you know what I mean? Right. If, if you're blatantly fouled and the ball goes out of bounds, you're not going to get the foul if they didn't call. You're just going to get the ball. Yeah, right. it's yeah. possession. Which is which is still the, like the strangest thing ever. If you can't, uh, Jeff Van Gundy brought this up. Uh, I forget on what format, but he said if if we're reviewing stuff and you can't correct the foul call. Then what are we really doing? You're what you're doing is you're, you're you're at that point. Then you're just like okay, literally there was a foul, but the ball can, like clearly went off the man that got fouled. So you're gonna it's, it's a neg- double negative for that individual. It's right? a lose lose. Yeah, that guy both gets fouled and then also gets a turnover and the ball goes to the other team and legally, like based on the rules, that's what the refs have to do. I think the only time review works is. Change of possession, like who did the ball go out on? Right. Okay. And uh, did that shot count or not? Was it a was two it, or was three? Was it a two or three? Yeah. Did he beat the fucking buzzer? Right. Exactly. But again, if you can change, you don't want the you don't want the basketball games to go four and a half hours. But why, you know, if right. you're going to review shit in the fourth, you could have missed a huge play in the first that could have changed everything in the game. Exactly. <clears throat> it's, and, it's strange. It's we, strange. I think we're still working those out though, and it seems to me like. Uh, Adam Silver is the kind of commissioner. He seems proactive 
at least in his first couple of years, like mm-hmm. with the, uh, the changes to the All Star game and mm-hmm. and the uh, the possibility of changing up the entire seating of the playoffs and mm-hmm. um, his comments uh, towards you know allowing players to possibly earn a different way, a different route to the NBA and right. things like that. Uh, you would think that he would have to after this season look at some to- some sort of change for the way that the refs are officiating the game or the way that they're being traded tra- uh, trained mm-hmm. and also the way that you're utilizing or- and not utilizing the replay technology i think it's uh it it's it needs reform if for sure ha- if if you i, I totally agree yeah. with you but if you're going to have these people in uh bristol I think mm-hmm. they're, they're in Connecticut watching the game. Every New Jersey. game is in Jersey. Yeah. If you're going to have people, and, and a lot of the refs have to go there too. Like, that's an assignment. Like, yeah. you go. That's part that, of your tour. That's part of yeah. your job. Yeah. Um, if you're going to have this whole other uh, entity watching the game and making sure that you're making the right calls, they should be making the right call from yeah. New Jersey. There should be a little light that says fucking green or red or give them a, yeah. fo- a text. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, yeah, no, Cleveland ball. Let's not move on. Like, you don't have to see it. We got it. Mm-hmm. Like, just tell them what it is, or d- then then that would kind of get rid of NBA referees in general, though. If you're doing no. it from the, you, I mean, what goes on the, the ref well, makes we, the we, call. We may eventually not have refs. You may only have, you know, video Re- video replay. You may only have video refs. Right, that would suck. That would be terrible. Would I don't change. want that. No, I don't want that at all. But it's possible. I wouldn't. I mean, with the camera angles and shit now, you can have a guy in New Jersey or even just in the stadium. Watching right. a monitor. And making the call. And have three dudes watching three different angles mm-hmm. and being able to see it at a tighter, at you know, much much closer up. But that would that would honestly make the game so long and people do not I don't want, want it. that. I don't want that. I don't want it either. I, give me the regular reps. Just get, and, make them better. Or just like, look, they're humans, okay? You're going to make mistakes. Right. Like we can't say it's the ref's fault. You know that uh, the 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 that Harden game. It was the I think it was a Houston game. They were down twenty six. It was a Houston Boston. Was it that game? Yeah, yeah. Houston gave up twenty six points. Gave up twenty six points, and there was a big call at the end, like a foul missed or something like that. Uh, they, I think James got called for an offensive. foul. Oh, yeah, two oh. offensive fouls right. in a row. Yeah, which were offensive fouls, were. but unfor- you know, unfortunately. Y- you blew the twenty six point it's lead. It's not the ref's fault. It's not the ref's fault. Right. And honestly, I I think they made the right call. Don't put the refs in a position uh. to have to make that call. Right. You know? They should have put him to bed long before that those those matter. Like long before those two offensive fouls matter. Totally. And it's a double edged sword too though, Drew, because it's like, okay, you don't call it. You know, then you're going to get scrutinized for not calling it because something fucking happened. Right, because it was clearly it was something. Something right? you, can't, you can't call nothing on that play. And if you watch that play, and I don't mean to bring bring up something that happened a week and a half ago. Sure. It was a great game, but this it, it totally pertains to what we're saying right now. Um, the ref told James Harden and homeboy. I don't know. It was uh, Rozier on Boston. I, I, I think can't it was. Remember who it was? But that, it was probably Rozier because that dude. He, he's annoying as fuck. Could be Marcus too. Smart. What? Oh, it was it was one of them. One yeah, of those yeah, two. Yeah. But the ref had to come and separate them both. Like, yo, space, space, space. Right. And he, they told Harden. And once Harden gave him that push and he flopped a little bit, you got to make the fucking call. Exactly. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's just hope that we don't have this issue in the playoffs, okay? When the playoffs come. but everyone, We're probably going to. We're probably going to have it. We have them every game. That's what I mean. It's going to happen. So. You know, and. and LeBron, I don't know. I don't know how to improve it, though. That's the issue. I don't know how you improve it other than just more experience for these refs. Or. Like, the young ones really need to be in the G League or whatever, there should be a there should be uh, a better prep time. I think there is, bro. I think they, they these are the best of the. I'm best. sure that they're the best refs right. available, and I'm sure that they're actually 
quite good. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like they're still getting used to the way that the NBA is played. And I don't know how to I don't know how to make that evolution happen quicker for them. You know, and on a side note, it's part of the game. Okay, it is part of just the game. like flopping is part of the game. Yeah. Just like you know, a lot of shit happens during an NBA game. Yeah. Part of the game is NBA refs making calls, whether they're good or bad, and how players react to it. I'm tired of seeing Blake and LeBron and KD and Russ and these big these big names just fucking complaining the whole time. It's endless. It's endless. Because guess what? Just like we said, you can't change the call. Right. It's never once happened. (laughs) Ever. Have you ever seen one time where a ref calls a foul? Right. And then after consulting with the player who is egregiously (laughs) saying that he didn't touch him, be like, oh, actually, no, but you're right. Let's let's uh, just let's wrap this up out of bounds. Let's all let's thank, go the other way. Let's all thank Rashid Wallace for that, who never committed never a foul. Never fucking happens. <laughs> I would be more okay with them just letting him fly, like Billy Crystal did when he was a ref in right. the movie. You want a tee, you got a tee. Yeah. Just bing, 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 bing. Everyone gets teed up, and then you end up finishing the game three on three. That would be entertaining as fuck. Be so entertaining. <laughs> but the the thing about about NBA and is which is so different from the NFL because we don't get to see the guys talking shit. We don't get to see their yeah. facial expressions we don't get to see them spitting on the other team you know what i mean that shit really happens in basketball we see how you react and how you act yeah and your body language is right there like it's all out there and all it does is it it just slows the game down yep you know like and then it and it it frustrates the refs right and then it frustrates yourself like in your teammate like it it just it lowers the level of play sometimes it heightens it when, when players get mad certain players play better when they play and when they're mad but for the most part it's just like dude what now you now everyone's out of the out of whack a little mm-hmm. bit. They're not in the rhythm that they once were, and and that's when the game is played at its best. When you can go up and down, the fouls are called when they're fouls. You just fucking play, keep playing, like whatever but, happened. But I also I, I know this for a fact. Like when when the referees meet before every game, and and you kind of got to ref each game differently. There's certain players you have to watch. Yeah, um, you know something that happened. I hope the refs are doing their fucking homework every game. Definitely. They should. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like that's that's part of their job. And we need them. We need. We need a little give and take from both sides. Like, yeah, players fucking take it easy on the refs. So that's I mean? happening. Apparently, during All Star Weekend, um, the NBA Referees Association and the, a couple top refs are going to meet with the head the play- of the Players Association. Association and a couple of top players. Which is going to so be that's actually going to and Adam Silver organized that. Apparently, well, then if 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 Chris Paul is still leading that charge. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's, I think is he's still, he, is he still the guy, head of the president, uh, uh, the players. That union. sounds about right. Yeah, and I think they should do that. But is it, it needs really, to happen. Is it really going to change anything? Chris Paul is a fucking shark on the court, and Chris Paul is one of these players that I just mentioned right. who definitely complains and talks way more shit than people think. Yeah, and it's so. Oh, I believe that for sure. <laughs> but it's not going to change uh, Boogie Cousins going off. No, and Draymond Green going no. off. Those guys are just going to do that. But what we what we're talking about is just a, a generally better ref game which is not and so much played to ask game. for and played game that's what that's what happens okay. when you when you ref better the game is played better right you're true that's true yeah so that's what we're shooting for that was good drew that was informative yeah like that's what people need to fucking hear well yeah if you have any questions or concerns please <laughs> call us. us we are a pro M- nba referee we will be emailing the nba <laughs> after this anyway uh for some kind of compensation and lavar ball we may we may have to do a, oh a cease God. and desist on his jba <laughs> because that's our idea first hey Episode 20, Drew, that we're going to knock out this week. Coming around the corner. We are really, we're on a great schedule now. Like, we're going to knock out two a week. Um, it's been something that we've been focused on for a while. We we really 
are going to be getting some guests in here. We're going to be back up in the studio. We really haven't been using the studio enough lately just because we want to knock these. It's so nice in my house. And it's so much closer. So much closer. Drew lives two, live, two houses yeah, down like, from me. Exactly. My, I got my air diffuser in here. It smells like fucking lemongrass all in here. It does. You know, it's. I got the Clipper Neon light on. Like, it's just, it's a podcast that part's vibe. Not, that part's not so great. But it's a but, great vibe in here. Yeah. I don't have that. My back is to the neon light. So it's good. <laughs> it's, it's a nice color. I'll, I'll tell you that. It sets, sets the mood. Yeah. I want to get us to a point where we are the top three entertaining basketball podcasts. We know you got to listen to Rappaport. We know you want to listen to Bill Simmons. And yeah, there's a bunch of analytic podcasts out We're there. We're not that, analytics. That are, that are really good. They, they are. They, they deliver the product that, that they want to talk about. If you're going to be the fantasy fucks, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what. And if you're into fantasy, that's, that's great. That's where you go. We're not going to give you any fantasy info, okay? Because we don't live in a fantasy world. We Sometimes live- we do. I, I, my, my Paul George uh, hopes and dreams were coming from a fantasy realm, but... That is, well, I don't think that's fantasy. That's going to come to reality uh, sooner than you think. Either way, and I didn't mean to say fantasy fucks. You know what I mean. It's just like this ain't a fantasy show. They know what they They are. They know. You know what you are. (laughs) Play fantasy. Enjoy it. Okay? But listen to us. I want us to be up there with Road Trippin', which is a dope show, too, Mm. um, even though they have nine people, like, on on at one time. Well, that's what happens. That's the luxury of an ESPN podcast. God, that's a lot. I want to get, you know, Barstool, holler at your boys. Yeah, Vice. Vice, holler at your boys. I just want to be top three, Drew. And this is this is it's a whole new year. You know, we're not even a year into these podcasts, but I think twenty is going to be. We got to do something special. Bro. Okay, the we should take day. we should take twenty shots over the course of the podcast <laughs> that we. That'll be great, bro. Twenty shots. Do you so think the alcohol fans would alcohol that? sponsors? You let us know. Yeah, let us know as long as you ain't we're gonna Quavo. do it, we're gonna do it responsibly, <laughs> and there will be no driving after. Unless Uber wants to holler at us, too. And then Uber will sponsor us on the ride home. <laughs> hey, this is the follow-through with Clips and Drew. We're coming back with episode Bank Day next week. Big time. And we're ghosts. Like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like gluteus Bonos diddly squat Smart Alec, I'ma do it up Trying to win her heart But not just cause she got the biggest butt Lovely from the start I don't believe in beginner's luck 